For today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the book The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls, and this is Kanala, Rachel, and Liv. So first, we're going to talk about our reactions to the book in general, and I'll go first. So my reaction to the book was I didn't really enjoy it that much. I had a really hard time like reading about abuse and neglect and everything. Like when it comes to kids, I'm really sensitive about stuff like that. So I didn't really enjoy it. Um, And the story was just tragic. It never had like anything very happy until the very end. And we didn't get like much of a insight on what her life was like other than, you know, the small details that we got about the meeting for holidays or whatever. And it was also sad that like the youngest sister ended up like getting and going like getting in legal trouble and like leaving and they couldn't find her and all that stuff was really sad so now i'll let rachel talk about her reaction to the book all right so my reaction to the book was it was hard like canala said it was hard for me to read because of all the neglect but the hardest part for me was um like seeing how like she still supported and like loved her parents all throughout the book even though like as she got older she noticed how like they were not good parents at all and she even um like got to the point where she was the most like responsible person in the house with like money and um it was just like sad and like depressing but it also like makes you think um about how like grateful you are for like your own life and like for your parents and stuff but besides that it was pretty like depressing but I think she had a good purpose okay and then this is Liv but um my take on the book overall I just think it was kind of like almost like a week of just like rain and like depression like this book was just super hard to read and like just watching these kids grow up was just super sad overall like because like not only were they receiving neglect and like I would consider it abuse from their parents but like they were receiving it from other people and their grandparents it's just I just didn't think it was a very nice book to read I definitely would not consider it a go-to book but I do think overall it did have a good message and I do think that kids at Pleasant Valley should be reading this book just because I think a lot of them don't realize how good of a life they have and a lot of them like complain about the littlest things like oh my nail color is wrong or my parents didn't get me this laptop or whatever and they don't realize how good they have it yeah it kind of like humbles them yeah that's true because I mean I've had my fair share of empty complaints I mean so reading something where every every part of their life is struggle like kind of made me understand that I am not as worse off as I think yeah. I am sometimes because I mean I complain about my car they didn't even have like bikes so <laughs> I mean like stuff like that like yeah it puts it puts things into perspective yeah, yeah. no I don't think we realize how much like our parents actually do for us yeah. until we see stuff like this yeah and it's also like it's just like hard like it's hard to imagine a life like that when like we do have it like so good but then it's also like that's not the life that they wanted like the mom continuously said like oh I want an adventure and like even at the end she didn't they didn't want like a real apartment they were like no like we want to like keep going and find our own yeah like place or whatever and didn't accept like 
what they want. Like, even in the beginning of the book, she mentioned, um, like, how when they were at the, like, Chinese restaurant, she was, like, talking to her mom, Johnette was talking to her mom about, like, how they should, like, live differently, or, um, like, why do you want to, like, keep living like that while she's, like, digging through a dumpster, and her mom was, like, why would you, like, be ashamed of that? Mm-hmm. Right, and that's, like, how, like, like, prideful, I guess. Yeah. Like, she didn't want to take any help from her daughter or literally anyone, so, mm-hmm. like, That was another thing that was kind of hard for me about it. Like, I just couldn't understand why people, like, chose to struggle. Like, I understand the struggle, but then, like, I don't understand because at the end of the book, we find out that this whole time Rose had money that she could have used to support her family. Or whenever they did to get money, they were, like, really irresponsible and, like, spend it on paint. Or she was, like, spending her money on candy because she had an addiction to sugar. Or, like, when they went to Las Vegas and, like, just gambled the yeah they just gambled and then they bought like really expensive food at this restaurant and then spent all of their money like like hats and stuff yeah like that for me was just hard to read and like hard to understand because like i know that some people suffer from like not being able to like they're compulsive and they just spend money and they don't Mm -hmm. know what they're doing but i just for me like if you have a family you have to find some type of balance because now you guys are starving like i just yeah that was a lot and that also goes back to like her mom again because she did have like her teaching degree she just didn't have like a worth a work ethic at all mm-hmm. which is like super annoying to me because like she could easily have like a stable income but right. she just yeah. chose to do her painting career like which even. like you should follow her dreams she taught her kids that for sure right but you should also like take care of your kids right like try to know? support your kids the best you can like give them give them like some sort of life almost because like even when like they were going to a real school like like what what was the mom's name again rose rose yeah rose like was telling her how like when she was getting bullied like oh we'll just say would martin luther king approve you guys doing this instead of going to the school and demanding that these kids are punished if something happens yeah Yeah. like she just like they were on their own a lot and their parents should have helped them with more or like when brian was like getting abused by what was her name irma and like her their parents find out like they didn't even do anything other than just yell at him and say that he needed to be a man and like figure it out like that's not it's i mean someone reacts like that when that happens but like you should try to like help and right. get to the bottom of it yeah. versus telling well, yeah, your kids to like, just deal with super it super traumatizing exactly like, but that also goes back to the point where like she really puts on a perspective of like what abuse or sexual abuse can like affect how it, like, affects a person later on in life because, like, we see how, like, Rex turns out and how he's just, like, an alcoholic all the time. Well, alcoholic. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, like, how, like, when he's not drinking, he really is a nice person, but, like, there has to be, like, a reason that, like, started his drinking and we can, like, see. And they talked about that, too, like, after their parents came and got them or I don't know if they had moved to the house yet or not, but... They were saying, like, Jeanette was like, I wonder if that's what happened to Dad, because he was just being so weird ever since we got here. Yeah, and then after that thing happened with Brian, and they're like, I don't know, you probably shouldn't think about it. But, I mean, I think that kind of tells us that, like, that's probably what happened to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then next, we can talk about our most important passages. So, I think for me, the most important passage, I mean, there's so many passages that were important, but I think to me, the most important thing, like... That kind of helped me see the book in a different way was when we were talk when they were talking, um, 
was it? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> when they were talking about the land in Texas with their mom and, like, they found out how much money she actually had and they realized that their whole life was a disaster when they could have been taken care of. Like, for me, that just... Like, it was really sad, and it was, but it was also powerful at the same time because it kind of just made me, like, realize the scope of, like, how bad their life was. And even as an adult, like, it still affects her, like, in her, like, to this day, like, in her adult life still. Like, for me, that was pretty yeah. shocking. One of, like, the most, I wouldn't sit long. Well, hmm. I don't know if it's per se important, but it, like, really shows you who the, like, parents are. Um, like on page 30, when the, when Johnette falls out of the car and like her parents don't like notice his, her dad says on page 31 says, uh, I never do that. Your brother was trying to tell us that you'd fallen out, but was, blub- but he was blubbering so damned hard. We couldn't understand a word he was saying. And I think that shows that like whenever anything bad happens, like Rex always just like goes back to Jonna and is like kind of like sucking up to her and like Mm -hmm. still wanting to um like keep her like having like faith in him still yeah and like kind of like I don't know how to like explain that but like that was like the first time like you really realized that he does not really care but he still wants like her support regardless right like and he that's made like, like that joke and like to make her like laugh after yeah. yeah or that's like when they were in where were they living in virginia i can't remember the name of the town welch, welch there you yeah. go when he was like when he took her with him to the bar and like yeah. used him like used her to get money out of that guy and then he ended up like um like I don't think she ended up getting assaulted. She ended up no. leaving. But, like, he just... I don't know. Like, he always had him, like... Had her, like, near him to, like, help him with stuff. Or how he would, like, take her money when she was trying he to support the household. Her. Like, he just used her yeah. because he knew that she had, like, a soft spot for him. Because mm-hmm. since she was a kid, he was always, like, catering to her more than the other kids. And ended up, like, being detrimental for her more yeah. than, like, for him. It benefited him. And it was, like, a bad relationship for her to have. And, like... From that passage that I just read, you just, like, really see how he, um, like, he just, like, uses everything that he, like, does badly, like, to his advantage. And that was, like, the first time you really see it. And then we see it, like, be, um, a continued, like, behavior throughout the book. Um, yeah, so one of the most important passages I think there is, it's on page 24, um, and... It's basically when the dad is, like, telling the kids all these stories, and uh, Jeanette says that dad always fought harder, flew faster, and gambled smarter than anyone else in his stories. And I think that just kind of goes to show how much the parents valued themselves and how good they wanted to make themselves Mm -hmm. look over anyone else. Mm -hmm. And then I also think that this chapter is pretty important because, like, this is kind of when you learn about glass castle or whatever it Mm -hmm. is but it's just for me like it's really like ironic almost because like glass is fragile and like this family is obviously so broken and like it just this glass castle like you like when I picture a glass castle like I picture like this like beautiful like like princess like like Elsa's yeah like Elsa's Elsa's castle like literally exactly exactly that and it's just like for me like it's so hard for like like because like he's giving them this like 
beautiful image of like Hope, the life like, the, yeah, yeah like the life they could have and like the life that they want and he's saying like he'll give it to them but he doesn't and like it's almost like an incentive kind of yeah. for them to like believe in him yeah even though there's it's never actually gonna happen right like yeah. even when they're grown he's still like he tries to bring it up when they're in welch and they're they're just like over it yeah like yeah. they're there's like there there's no way like we're done it's right. not happening that part was really sad too because yeah. then they just started putting trash where they like dug it out yeah and i think like, that's like that's like a metaphor for like their <laughs> life yeah. like yeah. when they like plan on something or they want to do something like they just ruin it by being themselves oh, right. like they can't like they can't have anything nice because they just don't know how to act right it's just right. it's just like a mess for them yeah. all the time yeah and i think next we have um evaluation of walls is craft so like her yeah. writing i mean I would definitely say her writing is powerful. I mean, as uncomfortable as it can be in certain parts, it's very descriptive. It's mm-hmm. vivid. You can see, like, what she's trying to get you. Like, you can see it, and you can feel what she's trying to get you to feel. She has a good way of, like, putting out emotion that you can, like, relate to, even if you haven't experienced what she was going through. Yeah. So, I mean, her craft is... It's great. Just the book, the story is just hard to... Yeah. It's just hard for me to enjoy, but, like, the way that she wrote the book and the like tone and how she was trying to get everybody to like see her struggle like i understood that it just i just didn't like the book very much yeah i would definitely um say that like she definitely writes so that you understand that so that the reader understands like a different perspective on life because Mm -hmm. i personally like if i became homeless i would like do anything to get off the streets but at the end of the book like she makes us realize that like not all people like want the life that like a lot of us aspire to have um because like her mom just like said like she's comfortable on the streets like you have to like value like more important things other than like having a safe place to like live which is like something we really like a lot of people say that's a necessity where like her mom like breaks that boundary well and her dad but more so her mom at the end of the book and that's just like it's just super eye-opening to see how, like, different people live. And it just definitely has, like, effect... It has an effect on, like, the reader's, like, mind. Like, I definitely will think differently. Not, like, in a bad way. Yeah. When I see, like, homeless people. But, like, it's like, oh, maybe they're, like... Maybe the life that I want isn't what they want. Yeah, yeah. like, it yeah. gives yeah. you different sense. perspective. Because yeah. when she was talking to her professor... And she was, like, trying to explain her view on, like, homelessness. She didn't really, like, give her parents as an example. Yeah, she didn't. Probably because she was embarrassed. I mean, I think anybody kind of would be at first. But, I mean, it does give us, like, the perspective of, okay, everyone's not homeless just because they don't have any money. Like, it can be a number of things. And, I mean, some people know that. But it's not usually your first thought when you see people. Or you can think of it as in a negative way. Like, they could have supported themselves. But instead of supporting themselves, they mooched off of others. Or you could say it as they didn't prefer that and that's just what they wanted to do like you can see it from more than one side so that's Mm -hmm. another like powerful thing that she added into the book too i think just like overall she was just super good at like being like descriptive like anything that she said like i could just like picture it so vividly in my mind like Mm -hmm. but i I, like one of the parts i thought was like kind of funny was when she had the tinkerbell doll and, and she's she like obsessed with fire. Yeah, she melts yeah. its face off. And like I could just picture like the doll's face just like mm-hmm. falling off and her like kinda freaking out, like, oh no, 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 wait. Like and go she back. Fix it, yeah. Yeah. And just yeah. 
it was like it's all just like super vivid in my mind mm-hmm. but. and like especially with like the house on the hill like i just imagine like this shack that's like about to fall over mm-hmm. and yeah. has like holes kind of like the um the Willy Wonka yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How they're all just, like, kind of crammed in there. With or they're like, all sleeping in one bed, like yeah. they all yeah. had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think of that, too. That's how... That's what I pictured. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, with the yellow paint. Like, yeah. I can just, like, see it, like, chipping off. Yeah. And it's, like, always dark and gloomy. And it's just gross. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. It's not... And that part, I thought, really, um, like, empowered me, I guess. Because when you're little and you're like trying to make your parents like feel better and you like can't like I just mm-hmm. feel like that's how I like related that too so like let's say like my dad lost his job like when I was in fifth grade yeah. and I like sang to him and like did oh. a little performance <laughs> but like obviously that's not gonna actually like help the situation yeah. just like she tried to just put paint over a house that was like gonna Disgusting. yeah it was, gr- <laughs> yeah. it was gross and it wasn't gonna like work out so yeah well i think we've i think we covered it actually we covered all the things that she has on here so do you have anything else you guys would like to add um i just like overall i just like i think it was a very well written book i think that she did a like a really awesome job of like painting a clear picture and message of Mm -hmm. what she wanted to get across with this book Mm -hmm. um but i just it was so hard to read Mm -hmm. like yeah just like it was just sad like it was Mm -hmm. just really sad it was definitely like a love-hate relationship because a lot of times like I just wanted to read and see like what was gonna happen and like how it all turned out Mm -hmm. like okay ish I guess um but like no it was not a pleasant book Mm -hmm. but I am like glad that I read it yeah that makes sense yeah like I like I I didn't like it, and, like, when I had to read it to my mom, she didn't like it. I mean, I didn't have to, but I read out loud so I can, like, get through the book. But, I mean, she didn't like it either, but, like, Rachel and Liv said, like, it's not the most positive story to read, but it does give you, like, a different perspective. And I don't often think about how much other people struggle until I see it. Mm -hmm. So reading about it did give me, like, a different way to think of, like, other people's struggles and how they live other than just how I live and how my friends, you know, how we live. Like, especially from, like living here oh yeah like if we lived in like la it would be different because we would see like more homeless people yeah Yeah. but like here we just we don't really see it and like i didn't even think about like virginia i didn't really picture it being like that in my head until i read about it i'm like well it's no different than any other place when i picture virginia i picture like trees white picket fences (laughs) yeah like big land like yeah i don't think of like impoverished coal towns like that's just not something i would have ever thought of (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah like seeing it or how they talked about arizona like of course i know arizona is the desert but like i never (laughs) knew i didn't know too much about like what people were there and i mean this was like because when was this written like it it took place in like the when she was a kid so it would have been like what the 70s 80s that time i don't really know yeah i don't but i mean it was it's just different too to like read about like time like things we know about now how they were like right. a different at a different time too just like that's well, always did interesting they like have like child protective services no they did, yeah, they did. Like, yeah. and then it was crazy that the guy came and they never came back yeah like that's like i don't that's how so does that even me. happen like, i mean but they say the system is like really bad bad and like yeah. messed up so i mean i guess but i always thought about that too that's i guess one thing that bothered me that i didn't mention like yeah how did no one know yeah, yeah. like and well, how like, did no one the, call like like, yeah. know, like the neighbors that um the is it maureen what was her little sister's name oh yeah 
Oh, yeah. the ones that took care of her yeah, sister? Yeah, like, the neighbors that took care of her sister, but, like, yeah. they never did anything else. Like, yeah. I just thought that was kind of Like, I would have, like, called someone, or, like, yeah. Yeah. like, come live with me or something. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know. I just have a weird thing with kids struggling. I mean, I think everybody doesn't like it, but, like, for me, I'm just like, all right, let's, let's right, fix yeah, this just, if we can, because, yeah, it's just sad. But, yeah, decent book. I'd give it a six out of ten. Like I'd probably do a 7 out of 10. Yeah. It was definitely more depressing, I think, to read it since we we're stuck in quarantine and, like, I couldn't yeah. escape. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was basically, like, raining every time I read this. Yeah. So, so it was just, like, more depressing yeah. than usual. But yeah. maybe in different circumstances I would like it better. But right now I just... Yeah. Not, doesn't work. Yeah. No. But, yeah. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>